What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. Chad. And Judah. With Be A Light, we hope that you've been having a magical, wonderful week. (laughs) 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 It's like I go fantastic or fantastical every time, and I was like... Magical. I was like, I was going to say mystical, (laughs) but I was like, no, and then I was a little magical. (laughs) Oh, anyway, we hope that you've been having an awesome week. Today, we're going to be speaking about praying in the spirit. Before we get to that, if you want to support the show, go check us out over at patreon.com slash be a light. It helps us out a ton. Episodes go up there a week early. You get the full thing a week early. Mm. Check it out. You know, there's different tiers for the video version and the audio version and all that good stuff. You got it there. Check it out. Support us there. Uh, but let's get into talking about praying in the spirit. I know this is something that part of the body doesn't believe in at all thinks it's something that died with the apostles and then uh there's a part of the body that believes it and everything and all of us here have experienced speaking in tongues praying in the spirit uh and speaking in different languages we've heard stories we've seen about it we've can even you know have a little bit of flavoring and when we're speaking in tongues of that i know hebrew is something that likes to come out of me when I'm speaking in tongues and everything. Uh, so that's where we're going today. Just letting y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all <laughs> just letting you know, that's where this Don't train is headed. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think I, I want him to talk first. Cause it's, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> but I think like right out the gate, like, because I know when we were talking about this the other day, like um, it came up. It's like it's not really something that you can um, understand. It's kind of just something that you experience. Yeah. And we're talking about what the word says about it and how we've experienced that. Yeah. So just to. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um. This gift was actually something that caused me, it was a stumbling block for me uh, as an early believer. Like when I first came to know the Lord when I was 16 or 17 in that range. Um, And it's part of the, I don't want to say it's part of the reason I left the church at that point, but it was one of the things that I used as ammunition when I left the church Mm. because I didn't understand it. It bothered me that I didn't understand it. And then years later transpired and I've probably been prayed for 20 times or more to receive the gift and like I just never followed through with doing it because I had no understanding of what was going on and I don't tend to like things that I don't understand Mm -hmm. but the Lord isn't seeking our understanding (laughs) he wants our (laughs) obedience and he uses the foolish things to confound the wise and I was sharing with him earlier that I was once prayed for by a guy that's supposed to be a really well known prophet in the area and I could not stop my body from shaking for an hour after he prayed for me but I was still not speaking in tongues what I didn't share with you guys is what he said to me is the reason that I was being hung up 
It's because I was a brainiac, is what he said. <laughs> and I wanted to be able to fit God into my box of understanding. And yeah. out of everything that I've experienced in this walk, this is the thing that I just could not fit into something that made sense. Yeah. And I think that's why it took me so long to learn this gift is because I didn't understand it, so I just didn't want to mess with it. And But finally, in the past few months, you know, I just started seeking God, and I know that if he has something, then it's good, and then I want it. So I started... Um, I just started saying whatever syllables I heard in my head because I didn't know what else to do. And that was what most people who understand the gift say. Just whatever you hear, you just say it. Mm-hmm. So I just started doing it. And over the course of a relatively short amount of time, I was really shocked that it turned into just saying a bunch of syllables. Then it turned into me singing in tongues. Then it turned into me prophesying to myself in English. And it all started from just saying whatever I heard in my head. Um, so, yeah, I just want to encourage anyone out there who is on the fence about the gift that you should go to the Lord about it. And the, we have the gift. The gift's already inside us. It's not a matter of him giving us something new. Yeah, It's a matter of understanding what's already there and just being like a small child and just asking him to show you what it all means and how to how to do it uh-huh. and um you'll be surprised where it'll bring you i just had this picture in my head like we are god's children and like he has all of these gifts laid out in front of us like i could see them like wrapped up and everything and we can easily just pick them up and take them but a lot of times we just walk past yeah. different gifts, not just speaking in tongues, but different gifts that he has given us. And we're like, well, that's that's not part of this any longer, or that's not for me. And I think that's something that we need to... God's given us so much. And it's not because, like, he's, you know... he he's not doing it just to like, Oh, look at me. I'm such a good dad. He is like, he's already established that he is such a good father, but he wants to empower us to be able to walk in the fullness of God, be able to walk like Jesus did. Cause Jesus didn't just have like, he didn't come down here with just a twig to, you know, <laughs> get everything done. Like he had full power over everything to be able to accomplish it. And he was showing us like how from his start of his walk all the way to where he rose up and ascended, how man should live. Well, like you said, like a good father, a good parent, a good parent teaches their child to be independent. Mm -hmm. But when he, something that God, I know it's like a basic thing, but it's like, God just keeps reminding me about how we he built us to have the capacity to hold the Holy Spirit. Mm. And it's like if he's there with you all the time and God has empowered you, it's like, you know, it's him operating through you. But it's like you are independent and you learn from his word how to operate in these things. And it's not... Mm. um, like it, <coughs> it talks about in Hebrews where it's like, you know, you keep 
having to like go over the basic things and it's like when are you going to be ready for like the meat yeah and being weaned off of the milk and it's like you know you know that he died for you and he rose for you so now go and live by the power of the holy spirit and this is part of that yeah You want to add anything? Eventually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think of my upbringing and everything. Like, I grew up in a charismatic church, and I saw, you know, speaking in tongues. I saw interpretations, you know, being given when people would give that. You know, I saw my parents praying in tongues and everything. Um, and it was a very familiar thing with me and my mom would always be like, well, are you praying in tongues? And it was like, is there something wrong with me that I'm not doing this? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it took until I rededicated my life and Amy received the gift. And I was just like, God, why am I not doing this? And he's like, because you're not doing it. <laughs> like it was just it was just that simple. I I was like basic. <laughs> <laughs> He's been telling me that about everything. <laughs> yeah, and I was laying in bed and I was just like, God, I just want to do it. And he's like, do it. And then I just started doing it. And it's it's opened up so much more because when you pray in the spirit, it's not, it's going past this. Mm -hmm. It's going past your understanding and it's praying God's language, that language that mm -hmm. surpasses our knowledge. And it's just the Holy spirit, just getting to do what he's wanting. Cause he's in perfect union with God. Yeah. And it's just, Paul talks about it. <laughs> he's like, I pray in the in tongues. I pray in the spirit more than anyone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can tell that that wasn't just for Acts 2 when that happened. It didn't just stop right then. Paul was doing it well, the whole time. Well, he made that statement like in Corinthians. Yes. So it's like mm -hmm. it kept it kept yeah. going on. But it's like those letters of the churches, it, I mean, it was for them. And you have to look at it in the context of what was happening with mm -hmm. those churches. But they're for us as well. Yeah. yeah. So. And he, and he's, he, uh, Paul saw these guys and he said, have you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit? And they said, we only know John's baptism. And he said, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They began speaking in other tongues. Mm -hmm. um, am I going to debate, is that the sign? I don't think it is. Yeah. I think there's all these gifts, you know, whatever. Um, one thing I, I like about it is because people think you have to teach someone on it before they can receive it. And that yeah. is 100% false. Um, I, <laughs> I told you that story before probably, but. Um, I love the story. I think I know which one you're going to say. My friend, he, he calls me up whenever he has these teens at his house that he's ready for me to become sledgehammer them in and get them to save and all that. So I go up there. There's this one. I look at him, and I'm like, man, you're you're ready to be saved. Just make a story short. Got him saved. His friend's standing there because I, I eventually fill the bathtub up. I dunk this kid under. I look back at his friend. His friend's freaking out, right? Scared. <laughs> and I'm like, you want some of this? <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like, no. Uh, and I was like, well, when I come back next week, you're going to run out to my car, put your face and your hands on my window and say, it's my turn. And I came back the next week. He ran out to my car, put his face in my window. I said, Jimmy, fill out the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> and I filled up the bathtub. I dunked him under. Didn't say really much. And I just 
got him baptized, got him out. And this kid was a chatty chatterbox, but he was shut up after he got out of there. And he's like, I'm like, what's going on, man? Like, I was sitting next to him. The Lord's like, see what's on his mind. And I was like, what's going on, man? And he's like, I don't know what's going on in my head. I don't understand a single word. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, say it. And he's like, come I was like, that's tongue, bro. I was, like, I was like, let me show you what you just did. Like, and I, and I went through it. Um, and one thing I, I love imparting this gift because of people who are brainiacs and you, what I, the one method I don't like seeing, it works for some people. I, I can't, I can't bash things anymore. Whatever. If it works. But where you, all these people surround the one person, yeah. get a squad, and then all just start going loud in tongues. Yeah. And if I was there, I didn't know anything <clears throat> about it, I'd be like, oh, yep. God. Yeah. And usually, like, I have taken people out. Even if I'm not in the church, I will take people out <laughs> of that. And, like, I remember I took this one girl out of it one time, and the Lord began to speak about everything else in her life. Literally, I addressed so many things of her current spiritual state and didn't even address tongues. She went and got in her car as she's driving home. She started praying in tongues yeah. hmm. because people make it such a mountain to climb. And it's not It's a gift to be given. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need to learn how to give a gift instead of trying to make it like you got to send and whatever. Um, Cause like when I got saved, you know, you know, part of my testimony, I was standing at this meeting um, called one thing and, I was standing there, the Lord said, step out of your chair and walk forward and I'll change your life. And he told me three times and I finally went out and he hit me with his presence, surrounded by this golden awesomeness. And I just was praying in tongues. It wasn't like yeah. no one told me about it. No one led me in it. It just flowed out of me. Mm-hmm. And one thing I found when I first got saved, I intentionally prayed in tongues a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I unintentionally pray in tongues a lot now. Usually in my conversation with the Lord, I'll be talking in English and seamlessly like a Spanglish person. They go from English to Spanish, back and forth. And I'll just be talking and then it just goes into tongues and then back into English, goes into tongues and back into English. Yeah. And I'm not interpreting. I'm just continuing the conversation and I know I am. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll laugh and just go into tongues. And so um, it's it's a beautiful gift. It's misunderstood. Um, and I think a lot of it comes from man's point of view because yeah. it's very hard to understand, like you were talking about. So man has made, uh, I think, yeah, Paul talks about it in Philippians. You know, we take things and make them harder uh-huh. to do, you know, make it more a physical thing or you or you, yeah. you have to do this and this and this to really be in the presence of God yeah. or really, you know, when it's just a simple truth. Mm-hmm. And that's what literally the gospel is. Yeah. It's the most simple truth that you could ever have. Yeah. And speaking in tongues, praying in the spirit, you know, it's is getting out of out of our own way for yeah. our spirit to line up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I think that's, you know, a big thing where we just need to be to like a perfect alignment. Like if you think about like a, a light switch or whatever, uh-huh. like for a light to come on. There has to be this thing move out of the way for the electricity to hit the light. So that's the same thing with our spirits. Like we have to get out of the way for God and our spirit, the Holy Spirit's like be shooting that electricity through. Mm -hmm. I know that's a very simple way of saying it, but I think that's really simple. (laughs) It should be that simple. You have a Spongebob version of that? (laughs) (laughs) Give me a minute and I'll get you. (laughs) Uh, You you had an interesting 
journey to it. And like, I, I want to just kind of share yours as well. Cause we've all kind of shared ours. Yeah. Like I feel like I kind of had like a different background with that. Um, like it was something like, I didn't even know it existed the majority of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like I, I mean, I grew up in church I went to private school, like all that stuff. Um, but that was just not something that was ever talked about. And, um, like I knew about like the stuff in acts and everything, but I didn't know anything about, if you want a good scripture, first Corinthians 14, it's a good place to go. But, um, <coughs> the first time I actually ever was around that was I went to, um, a youth, like, revival thing at Brownsville Assembly um, in Pensacola. And this was several years ago. I had, like, I had been told about it. It was like, that's that really weird church, and they do all this weird stuff. And, like, I literally grew up, like, maybe, like, a mile away from there. And um, when I went... uh, like, it was pretty normal, and then the service started going, and then, like, everybody, like, <coughs> and, like, I, we were totally freaked out. We, I was more of, like, a leader um, at that time, helping with the youth, and, like, I'm looking at our youth pastor, and it was, like, I was told that, because that's just what, I was told that it was wrong, and I'd never experienced it before, so it totally freaked me yeah. out, and we took the kids, and we left, and, um, yeah, it was really awkward, <laughs> but, um, and then when I met Zach and I started going to his family's church, there was, it wasn't like kind of chaotic like it was in that service. Um, I'm not saying anything negative about Brownsville. It was just, that was just that experience. Um, but um like I would hear them do it and everything and it was like okay I know what this is but there was just there was something beautiful about it mm-hmm. and it was like I don't really understand this and I was told that it was weird but it was like I kept hearing the truth being taught and I was like oh, I know that this is the scriptures like I know that the, you know this is cool so mm-hmm. I was like okay um and then and just through like you know, his parents and the church's just love towards us is really what um, brought me to that place of um, giving everything to the Lord. Yeah. And um, after that, yeah, like his parents were like, you know, you're going to receive the baptism. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> and um, like you were talking about, it was like uh, they really were going for the approach of like, we're not going to explain it. Or it's, it's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, it's like a I, <laughs> well, it was like, they, they just were just, they were like, you know, it's going to happen. Like they just didn't, they were, um, you know, it was just like, seek the Lord and it's going to happen. Like, just don't yeah. even worry about it. And I was like, I want I I like I that's why like when you were talking about your experience I was like yeah I totally relate to that cuz I was like I want to understand I want to know cuz I was told that that was not okay mm-hmm. and they're like okay well here's these scriptures but 
they really emphasize it was like it is not something that you can understand with your brain because it's surpassing it you know it yeah. passes your human intellect um and so like i was just like shad was saying like you know i was like god if this is something that you want for me then i want to have it yeah. and um i <laughs> We were on the way to um, the church that I grew up in, majority of my life, um, and I was asked to like sing. It was like a, it was a Christmas Eve service, and Zach and I were on the way, and we were just praying, and it was like we were praying that you know it would just be a spirit-filled service, and that the Lord would you know just move, and and like all of a sudden it was like just this fire burn like and i just saw this word in my head um that didn't make sense and it was like if i don't say this right now like i will, I will yeah <laughs> like it felt but it's yeah. like and that sounds like scary but like it wasn't necessarily scary it was just it, it was yeah. but in in a good way it was just like it was like this is gonna unlock something really beautiful, and yeah. like I could just I could feel that, but it was totally scary at the same time. And it's like, well, God's not gonna scare you. It's like oh, you need to read the Bible because He does yeah. all the time. But um, yeah, and it was just like it was best Christmas gift I've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and like it, like it was just, and even like after that, I would like um. I was like, you know, God, what did that mean? And like, you know, he was telling me like, um, it was a prayer about healing. And, um, I think it was, you know, for the church that, you know, we were going to and everything just, you know, to love those people. But, um, yeah, like it just, you know, and, and I've also since like, you know, receiving that from myself, you know, it took me a couple months of praying to, like, be receivable, mm. you know. Um, but it's interesting having conversations with people who, um, like, there was a woman, um, I went out to California, and, like, she did, like, an Airbnb thing, and I stayed with her, and she was talking about, like, her experience. Um, <coughs> and she was like, you know, I went to um, church with, like, a friend of mine, and... You know, they, she was talking, like, you were talking about, you know, people praying for her, and she was like, you know, I would be just, you know, wiped out in the Holy Spirit and everything, but I felt like, you know, like you're talking about, like, those huddle experiences, mm -hmm. and, like, they were kind of pressuring me for me to have to experience this, and she was like, it really, it really turned me off to that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, I tried to talk to her about it and everything, but it's like, I think if you have, like, a negative experience like that, yeah. it's you know, me just kind of like, I was, you know, I was trying to listen to her more than try to like just debate about it. But it's like, that's something that, you know, you like you have to see a good experience and seeing it being yeah. done in the right way, I think, to help change your mind. But, um, you know, I just, I hate hearing how people have like it's like being able to be exposed to that and like pressuring people to do that like it's like well you don't have the holy spirit if you don't automatically have that or what yeah, and like that's a big 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah. There's a few things. So with that, one thing I, I've said before, and I still stand by this, we over teach certain subjects. Yeah. Mm. There are certain things that are just facts. Yeah. The Lord heals. We speak in tongues. There's things like that, yeah. that when you over teach them, the reason people do the huddle around and pray in tongues is because that's the way it's been taught. It yeah. worked as a method these times. Mm-hmm. So, if so facto, it's going to work like a method these other times. Yeah, yeah they think it's the a blueprint. Lord, and yet, the yeah. Lord Himself, we've said this a lot. He don't. He Jesus never did the same thing when he healed somebody. Mm-hmm. And he always did some weird things. <laughs> but but he he did. I think he did that. So that people can never be like, okay, that's the method to get them healed. We're gonna spit on their tongues and wipe some mud in their eyes. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this and this. You know, and but that's that's important because the Lord. I don't know why we have this this want to just turn it into a get in my box. (laughs) We're like, you're free. I expanded my box a little bit. You got some freedom, but it's still a box. Yeah, (laughs) stay there. Um, And another thing is how people make tongues like the gift like you're yeah. a pharisee like once you get it you're like well even in i got it <laughs> like even in first corinthians 14 it's listed as one of the yeah. gifts like it's you know and one thing they uh, last thing i wanted to say don't go away from my brain um oh yeah um i want to get your thoughts on this fear tongues Mm. people praying in tongues only when they're scared <laughs> literally when they're worried mm. they're praying in tongues they don't pray in tongues any other time they don't actually make it because i see that and i'll stop people i'll mm. be 100 percent honest with you i will stop them because i will say you're not using that gift right mm. just to pray only when you're scared mm-hmm. in tongues it's the only time you whip it out no that's a very powerful and like not that you don't do it in those times, but I just want to make sure people have a right understanding just the way I'm a stickler on words. Sometimes uh, I want to make sure they have a right understanding that you use it when you're confident, you use it when you're scared, but know that it's not just cause like a lot of people they use prayer that way. They only pray yeah. <laughs> worry prayers yeah. to cover yeah. their bases. So they think when well, I got this another gift of prayer, it's not prayer really. It's mm-hmm. deep calling out to deep. Yeah. yeah. It's intimacy that's occurring. And if you use it as a prayer, you said something very important. You learned this. No one had to teach you this. It led to prophecy. Yeah. yeah. You're literally speaking from the depths. Because what? who knows a man but the spirit of a man? And he put his spirit in us that knows the depths of him, that searches the depths of him, and relays it to us. Mm-hmm. And so what you've been doing is proclaiming what he has released from the depths of mm-hmm. himself over yourself. And then you translate it into a way you know it is. Yeah. And there's no battle. We don't have to debate people and try to even show them scripture, to be honest. Like, yeah. granted, we need to, you know, we can show them. There's plenty of scripture yeah. to show. But as a apologetics or some defense, I'm not about that. I'm just about, here's the facts. This is the kingdom of heaven. You don't want to be part of the kingdom of heaven. You don't got to be. Yeah. <laughs> here's how the kingdom of heaven goes. If you want to be an unbeliever, by all means, unbelieve. Yeah, <laughs> going off of the worry, yeah. speaking in tongues, worry prayer. I think that comes down to the mentality of 
going to God and asking him for things instead of having a relationship with God. And I know I definitely lived for a long time when there was something going on or when I wanted something. We talked about this last week, uh, you know, going to your daddy's like an ATM or whatever. That relationship only goes so far. Like he is a good father. He's a giving father and a loving father. But I know as I've gotten older, me and my dad have developed a much better relationship because Mm -hmm. he's not just this guy that gives me an allowance or tells me, you know, I need to fix something. He's also like, he's there for me. He's a friend of mine now. And that's something like, if you would have told me that like seven years ago that me and my dad would have been friends, I would have laughed at you because me and him are very much alike. We think very similar. We deal with situations the same way, but we used to butt heads all the time because mm-hmm. he was of the spirit and I was of the flesh. Yeah, and he saw in me what I could be. Yeah, and that's—I know I went a long way, but that's where my prayer life was. And like I have to catch myself at times, even now in my walk, not praying out of worry or praying yeah. out of fear. You know, it's like having that constantly pray without ceasing, mm-hmm. give thanks to the Lord always, and be thankful in all seasons. Like that always means always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, seek the kingdom first. Like there's no nothing around it. So I, I agree 100%. Like we've got to, prayer is a conversation with God. And speaking in tongues is even deeper yeah. of a conversation. It's very intimate with him. Like, when you mention, like, praying in fear, like, I don't know, I was just thinking, like, you know, why do people do that? And, like, specifically, like, I mean, you're supposed to take your concerns to God, but, and you need to ask him, like, you know, how do I pray about this? But, you know, in any given situation, but I think a lot of times... You know, if we are afraid of something and it's like if our automatic reaction, because it's something that we've repeatedly done where we just go into praying in tongues, like I I wonder if it's like I just I don't want to have to think about it mm. and I don't want to have to like engage with this. Mm. So I automatically go into that. But like. You know, the word says we don't have a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And it's like, if there's fear there, you got to take it to God, but you also need to be replacing it with his truth and allowing his His word to replace that negative that's going on. So I think, you know, there are are times, like, it's really just allow God to tell you how to pray in a certain situation, but don't let that be your go-to because of fear of like facing an issue. That's very interesting. Like I didn't think of it that way, but that I have neither until now. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it totally, it's bypassing your thought process. Yeah. You know, that's really, it's very interesting. Um, one thing that I wanted to kind of bring up is, When we're praying in the spirit, 
Um, and you actually brought this up the other, it was a few weeks ago, speaking in tongues like in a corporate session when there's like non-believers around and prophecy. Would you talk a little bit about that real quick? So while I had the Bible up here. I wasn't sure if we were going to get to it or not. But just I got case, you, man. I, we, I, we use the Bible here. <laughs> King James 1611 only. No. Just kidding. Just kidding. Geneva Bible. <laughs> this is, um, I mentioned earlier when we first started this episode that when I first came to know God and I first encountered tongues, this was, a, this was actually a scripture in there that threw me off mm-hmm. because it seems very contradictory. Until recently, I feel like God gave me the light and understand what was going on. So I'm just going to read this little section here. It's uh, 1 Corinthians 14. Tongues, then, are a sign not for believers, but for unbelievers. Prophecy, however, is not for unbelievers, but for believers. So if the whole church comes together and everyone speaks in tongues and inquires or unbelievers come in, will they not say that you are out of your mind? But if an unbeliever or an inquirer comes in while everyone is prophesying, they are convicted of sin and are brought under judgment by all, as the secrets of their hearts are laid bare. So they will fall down and worship God, exclaiming, God is really among you. So this used to throw me off because in 22, it says tongues are a sign for believers, are for unbelievers, and prophecy is a sign for believers. But then the very next little section, it says, if an unbeliever comes in and hears you speaking in tongues, he's going to think you're crazy. But if an unbeliever comes in and hears you prophesying, then they're going to say God is really among you. Those two things are not saying the same thing. They don't line up correctly until I feel like God shed some light on it, like I was saying. Scripture says that prophecy is for edifying others and tongues is for edifying yourself. So when a believer is unbelieving, you speak in tongues, and then you believe, and then you'll prophesy. But for an unbeliever that doesn't believe in God at all, if you speak in tongues, they're going to think you're crazy. Uh-huh. But if you prophesy, then they'll believe. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like this reversal kind of thing. Uh-huh. A believer that doesn't believe needs to speak in tongues, and then they'll have the faith to prophesy. But an unbeliever needs to hear prophecy because... Then they will become a believer. Yeah. Then they will become speaking tongues. And then they will prophesy. So yeah, yeah. You know, steps. That's yeah. good. Yeah, and that revelation like has sat with me for a couple of weeks, and it's mm-hmm. it's so good because that scripture has I know has been used to like as a combative thing yep. for a really long time. But having that understanding, that revelation, gives us the proper way, you know, the kingdom's mentality on the subject of, you know, if when you pray in tongues in a corporate setting, there has to be an interpretation coming in. Mm -hmm. You know, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's not somebody that, you know, just everybody's just yelling, you know, like, you know, speaking. Yeah. You know, doing that, that's like, yes, there's, there's, you know, time when you worship in the spirit, you know, you're speaking and all of that, but when it's everybody trying to compete, that's, that's not right. So there, there's a, like I said, the Holy spirit is a gentleman. He's not going to give 10 people a word at the same time, you know, 
He's gonna. He has. There's a. There's an order. He's been in the court of the Lord. He knows how things work, and that's. You can tell when people are, you know, putting emotion into it and not following the order. But that that's very important for the body to hear. Is like, if it's unbeliever, you don't need to be shaka baba at them. You know, <laughs> you need to be prophesying. You know, getting words of wisdom and knowledge, and you know that that's going to bring them in. Because I've seen so many people like you, Sean Bowles. Like he'll just be talking to somebody, and uh, like he'll have a word from God, and you know, it's any prophet. God will give them a word, and it'll melt those that person. Mm-hmm. And then he's had like any prophet that just you know loves people with their words. You see so many turn to the Lord because they've been prophesied to. Mm-hmm. But you've also seen it where people just you know go out of this you know speaking in tongues and they're like yeah they're people crazy you know they probably handle snakes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, there's there's the order of the court. You know the steps of you know the further you get into the court. I think about like the Japanese emperor, like if you had no favor in the court, you're way back here. But if you had more favor, he would move you closer. Like you could get closer to him. That's interesting. And like God wants us here, always here. He's not, you know, putting us back here, but you know, we've got to think about other people when they're, where, you know, around them, how far are we putting them away from each other? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. that's good. Anything else? Break it out, Shad. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're trying to wrap it up. Like I think it's just I know we have kept saying, but it's just like, you know, if it's something that you haven't experienced or you don't understand, like don't expect to understand it. Yeah. yeah. It's you know, just be like, God, if this is something that you want me to experience and that's what the word says, then allow yourself to be open to what he says. Yeah. So. Um, I will say one quick thing as I guess we're wrapping this thing up. Um, I feel like most people covet to prophesy more than speaking in tongues and like Paul mm-hmm. even says to do that. But here recently, I just really felt like the Lord's impressed on me. They're connected, or at least they can mm-hmm. be connected. Mm-hmm. And if you want to prophesy more, then you should practice speaking in tongues more. Because if you're willing to say, Shandalai hee hoo, because that's <laughs> the craziness you hear in your head, yeah. then you'll, if you see someone in public and God says, Tell them I love you, you'll be able to understand that's the voice of the Lord, and you'll say that if you're willing to say whatever gibberish he gives you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And with that, it is greater than prophecy if it's interpretation. Right. That's literally how he, Paul lays it out. He says, mm-hmm. prophecy is greater than tongues, but if tongues are interpreted, it's greater than prophecy. So that means it's even clearer. And if we get an actual interpretation of tongues, it's even more clear than a prophetic word. Mm. There you go. It's simple. It's simple. And if you have any questions, let us know. Mm-hmm. Contact us. You can direct message us. You can mm-hmm. uh, email us at beolightshow at gmail.com. We'd love to talk to you about, you know, if you have any questions about this. I know this is one of the more, like, people have a lot more questions about this subject than salvation. Yeah, salvation. We don't debate. Yeah. We, we, yeah. It's, it's there. It's, yeah. um, 
but <laughs> yeah. Direct all debates to Shad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Judah, will you pray us out today? Yep. Lord, I just thank you that you want us to grow in these gifts that you've given. You want to see them used. And Lord, I thank you that you will grow us. You will continue to grow us as we speak in honor what you've given us. So I thank you that there's going to be an increase in our life of understanding and capabilities in these areas, Lord. As we speak on your gifts, as we declare what you've given to us and give you the glory, you can't help yourself. You're going to give more to us. So I praise your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. There you have it, everybody. If you want to support the show and get the show a week early, you can go over to patreon.com slash be a light. You can get the audio version. You can get the video version, whichever one you want. It's there. It's boom. It's there. And you get a lot of other cool things. Just check out the Patreon page. And you'll be Come like, whoa. But it helps us out a ton. It keeps the lights on. It helps us make more cool things because we're going to make a lot of cool things. A lot of cool things. And you can be a part of financing that and helping us out. That would be awesome. You can co- check out the cool merch that we have as well. Get that Yahweh shirt. I always shout out the Yahweh shirt because Yahweh. You might say no way. I say Yahweh. <laughs> <laughs> there is an audio version as well. You can check that out. Search on the podcast services around the globe and all the good stuff. Be a light show. This has been Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Judith. Have a blessed week. Goodbye. Thank you.